This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 22nd of February. In your Sport Today, golf's new tour finds the water. Novak Djokovic is back on court. Eddie Maguire wants a roof on the MCG. And a frozen fin. This is your Sport Today. We're starting today with golf and the story about the rumoured breakaway men's tour funded by the Saudi Arabian government. Well, it looks like it might be over before it begins, but before we hear about its end, Gabs, take us through how this all began. Right, Fez. So a couple of years ago, strong rumours started to spread about a breakaway tour from the PGA. That's the Professional Golfers Association in the US that would be funded by what is essentially the Saudi Arabian government's financial arm, which is worth around $580 billion. Now, Saudi Arabia has been accused of many human rights violations over the years. So recently, it's decided to support various Western sports events and organisations like like motorsport, boxing, and even WWE to try to improve its reputation. Now, the thinking is that by having big events and stars come to Saudi Arabia, it might distract from the problems there. It's actually a practice called sports washing and is considered a form of propaganda. The Super Golf League, that's what it's being called, is thought to be a version of that, Fez. Yeah, Super Golf League or Saudi Golf League. Uh, the tour is headed up by Aussie legend Greg Norman. Uh, he actually tried a similar thing in the mid-1990s with Rupert Murdoch, but that one didn't work out. Uh, so with all that money, the best players have been offered serious cash to come and play, something like eight or nine figures in some cases, but it looks like the gun players have stuck with the PGA. Yeah, that's right. And it came with a bit of a warning. So firstly, the PGA said that anyone who signs with a breakaway tour could be banned for life from the PGA tour, but that didn't actually stop players from checking it out. Now, there's been no concrete info about what the new tour might look like, but the talk is it would be around 14 tournaments, up to 10 of those being in the US, with no cuts and huge prize money. It actually looked as though it was going ahead, and that's until quotes from two legend Phil Mickelson were released. He said the Saudis were scary mother you-know-whats to be involved with and he was thinking about it just to get leverage on the PGA. A few days later, a lot of the top golfers thought to be joining the breakaway then pledged their allegiance to the PGA. Yep, and as Rory McIlroy put it, it's now dead in the water, but it's probably not the last we've heard of it. So I've put a link in the episode notes to a story by the Golf Digest that sums it up really well if you want to read more about this. It's been a pretty hectic start to 2022 for Novak Djokovic, but the men's world number one is back. Gabs, he's scheduled to be playing Italy's Lorenzo Mossetti this morning at the Dubai Tennis Championships. Can you tell us why he's allowed to play? Well, it's pretty simple, Fez. He's only allowed to play in this tournament because you don't have to be vaccinated to get into Dubai. So this is going to be Djokovic's first match since he was deported before the Australian Open started. And he said in a recent interview that he was sad and disappointed with how everything went down in Melbourne. There is plenty of security in Dubai everywhere Djokovic goes, but Fez, he might need protection for something else. 
Yeah, that would be his world number one ranking. It's in jeopardy. Uh, He's been at the top for a total of 361 weeks throughout his career, but he could be replaced by Daniel Medvedev if the Russian wins in Mexico next week. More than 70,000 people were at SoFi Stadium in LA to watch the Super Bowl last week. Uh, One of them was former Collingwood President Eddie McGuire. He's since returned to Melbourne. And after witnessing the -the state-of-the-art stadium firsthand, he's got some ideas for the MCG. Gabs, what are they? Well, McGuire, he wants a roof over the MCG, or at least a sliding roof. Fez, he says this as the Victorian government is preparing a feasibility study on rebuilding the MCG's Great Southern Stand, which was built back in 1992 and has about 45,000 seats. Now, the Great Southern Stand is considered old and out of date, especially when it comes to disability access and congestion around entries and exits. Early estimates have the rebuild at about $1 billion, but Maguire just doesn't want a new stand. He wants a roof, a new precinct of clubs and bars, and even big screens that hang from the roof if there is one, a bit like that stadium in Dallas. Who wants to be a billionaire is a game show I could get around. Uh, reports say the rebuild won't be anytime soon, though, with a start date of 2032 and for it to be completed within five years. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. What is the exact capacity of the MCG? Help us out with this one, Gabs. Well, it's between 100 and 200,000, but I'll give you a hint. It's much closer to 100,000. All right, find out the answer <laughs> at the end of the show. The first week of the NRL trials wrapped up last night with Newcastle and the Bulldogs playing out a 16-all draw. But Gabs, the big news from the weekend is a tackle by Tyrell Fuimaono that has ruled Eels player Hayes Dunster out for the year. Yeah, so this happened on Sunday when the Dragons beat the Eels. Now, the tackle is what's called a hip drop, and that basically means that the defender makes a tackle around the hip and then drops his or her weight onto the other player's lower legs. The result is Dunster's going to miss the entire year after he suffered major ligament damage in his knee, and that's a big deal for him and the Eels because he was expected to play on the wing this season. But, Fez, there's a twist to this story Actually, turns out that Dunster is engaged to Fuyumayono's sister. That is going to be one awkward Christmas lunch. Yeah, imagine if they have to pull the cracker between the two of them. <laughs> uh, Fuyumayono has a few other problems. He could be suspended for up to seven weeks for that tackle. Uh, that's because he has a bad record at the judiciary, and the loading from that means he could get a longer ban. Our basketball fans were treated to a pretty fun NBA All-Star game yesterday. Team LeBron James won for the fifth year in a row on a night full of highlights. We're going a bit early with Catch This today, but Gabs, what caught your eye? Well, this late change has certainly caught my eye, Fez, uh, but there is a lot to choose from from this game. But I've narrowed it down to a few. First, the slam dunk by Memphis star Ja Morant. That was one of those moments when he wanted 20 replays ASAP from every angle just to get a good look. Steph Curry, well, he hit 16 three-pointers. That's an all-star record, and he also scored 50 points for Team LeBron, so no surprises there if you do the maths. But i got to say, it was really cool seeing LeBron hug it out with his childhood hero, Michael Jordan, then win the game on his hometown court in Cleveland with a fadeaway jump shot, just like Mike. Yeah, it was one of those instant replay moments for sure. Mm. I've put a link to the All-Star Game highlights in the episode notes to check out all those moments and replay them again and again and again. (laughs) 
fellas, you've been warned. What we're about to talk about is the stuff of nightmares. Uh, I'm talking about a Finnish skier, freezing temperatures, and a frozen penis. Gabs, I'll let you explain this one. So, for context, it was so cold and windy on the last day of the Winter Olympics, they had to cut the men's cross-country ski race from 50 kilometres to 30 kilometres. Now, Remy Lindholm is probably grateful because when he finished the race, he headed straight for a heat pack and shoved it down his pants. Now, <laughs> the problem is races wear really thin suits, so it's hard to protect your extremities when it's minus 16 degrees Celsius. Lindholm said he felt much better after 15 minutes, but he's actually worried that he won't be able to have kids in the future. Yeah, he said the pain was unbearable when his body started to warm up. Uh, you know what the worst thing is? The same thing happened to him in a race in Finland last year. All right, time for Catch This. And as it's Tuesday, the 22nd of February, 22nd of the 2nd, it's been called Richie Benno Day, 2 for 22. Gabs, give us your best Richie Benno. I can give you my worst one. Marvellous. That wasn't exactly marvellous. <laughs> anyway, it's Richie Benno Day. There'll be heaps of stuff on that on social media today. Uh, as for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, what is the exact capacity of the MCG? Gabs, you said it was close to 100,000. What's the exact number? Yeah, well, it's two dozen away. It's 100,024. 100,024. The new Great Southern Stand is said to increase capacity by about five to 10,000 if it gets built. Uh, all right, that's it for us today. Lucy and Martin will be on the mic tomorrow. Have a great day, and I'll catch you tomorrow. 